1: Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I spent over 25 years on the PGA Tour, played in over 600 tournaments, 700 if you include some of the other PGA Tour options like the Champions Tour, etc. I won about $4 million, but I think I spent about six trying to do it. And and, um, welcome to the show. I've got my good friend, all-American golfer, author, and successful business person, Pearlie. What's going on?
2: Wow, I love that introduction. It's a lot better than it used to be. Good morning, Jay. Things are going fine. I'm waiting for the sun to come up. It's going to be a bright, sunny day in Arizona. And be uh, ready, ready for another nice day of golf. How how are things there?
1: Actually, the the weather. We could actually talk about the weather this week because it's it's uh, you know above 20. It's supposed to be about 50 today. But uh, anyway, we formatted the show like a round of golf. And the first segment's called the on the red segment. It's brought to you by TaylorMade Golf, the Stealth Driver. I get my Stealth Driver. Uh, this week, I can't wait, um, but made each week is, is giving us a dozen TP5 golf balls to give to any listener that emails me at j jay at um, Make sure you check out jay at uh, There are tips, anything you need golf. There's some uh, course um, previews, anything golf. You can find it at uh, jdelsongolf.com. Uh, Pearl, you've got about four seconds for our social media report.
2: We had a lot better week social media-wise than Charlie Hoffman. I'll just leave it at that.
1: Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. We want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at uh, Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314-805-2132. Folks, this weather starting to change here. You need anything for your house, inside, outside. These are the people to call. They're great folks. John, you just brought it up. We've got a great interview with Maria Palazzola. You know, Maria, you know what it's like giving lessons. We're going to touch on that in a little bit. The waste management open. We got to just, uh, I want your thoughts. Let's just start on 16. What happened with Harry Higgs and Joe Diamond? You thinking too far? Is it okay? What What's your take on that?
2: Let's start let's go back a little bit on uh, sixteen when Jay Delsing made a hole in one and that was on the national T V this last week. I can't tell you how many phone calls and texts I got that hey, I didn't know Jay made a hole in one. And I remember us I standing right behind you and that was a lot of fun, wasn't it?
1: Oh my gosh, it was well, for me, it was the loudest cheers and roars I've ever had. Bro, that's where we had the caddy races too. Remember that after all the players oh, yeah. would hit, we'd go on your mark and said go the Caddies would sprint with a bag on their shoulder to see who made it to the front edge of the green first.
2: Well, so we got to see the beginning of the crazy 16 and build up through the years to be more stadium-like or stadium, uh, not stadium-like, stadium. You know, so your question, uh, Harry Higgs, Joel, do they go over the top? I don't know, Jay. For me, they went over the top. Here's 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 how I'm going to identify that. If it keeps happening, it's over the top. If it's a one-off, I don't know. The heck with it. They had a lot of fun. It, it's what the crowd wants, that kind of stuff. I don't know. For me, golf is a, diff- it's a different sport. It has a certain level of etiquette to it. And those guys... Every piece of etiquette ever in the history of the game is broken on 16th at this point. I know that much.
1: Well, taking your shirt off from a player or taking your shirt off at a golf tournament, you know what, John? I'm going to answer it this way. It's that tournament. And, and you're not going to see that in the U.S. Open. You're not going to see that by any means at Augusta National. That tournament just seems to break and push all the rules regardless. So the bottom line and the thing that gets lost a little bit because we got this Charlie Hoffman kerfuffle, man, did he stick his... Size 12-foot joy right squarely in his mouth, in my opinion. But what got lost is the, the tournament itself and the, and the great play down the stretch by Scotty Scheffler, and he outlasted um, Patrick Cantillay in a playoff. But um, this is something that is a, a, a well-oiled theme on our show. The societal powerhouse that golf is. It's one of my favorite terms. That waste management is going to create about $20 million for local charities there in one week's time.
2: Jay, it fires up the whole community. It fires up everybody. There's so much good to it. Yeah, and I'm not – I don't want to be a prude on this thing, but I I just (laughs) – how far can it go, I guess, is what it boils down to. It's great for the community. People absolutely love it. There's such a buzz around here. And so you're right about all that kind of stuff. I don't know. And by the way, if the tour was good with guys taking shirts off, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have chose those two guys. Cause I think there's some guys that are fairly ripped out there. There's a lot, they're always talking about how fit these guys are. Well, those are the two least fit guys in all of golf.
1: Oh my gosh, Harry. Well, you know, Harry looked like he was a little self-conscious. He only got it up to about belly height. And then what he unveiled was definitely not a six pack, but um, it is a unique event. All right. So now this week, The tour runs to Riviera, one of our favorite golf courses. We had the pleasure and privilege of playing that every Thursday while we were in college at UCLA. I can remember seeing O.J. Simpson standing behind us, pro watching us tee off. I can remember running into celebrities all over the place, and that golf course was just spectacular.
2: It's such a great golf course, and the, the pros I think see it the same way. It, it's it's great because, and it's a little bit TPC like in that. When you're on your game, it really rewards you, and when you're off your game, you can't fake it around that golf course. Between the the rough, the type, what what what's that? The Kakuya rough, rough and
1: what Thomas did as a designer, John, it it just differentiates every single golf course. You know that it, it's spectacular. It is so unique as Midwestern guys going out there we were like what this grass is almost like steel when it came to trying to get your ball to go through it
2: yeah you can't you can't fake it around you can't be missing a bunch of uh, of greens obviously now the the tour guys are, are so good they can kind of do that for a little bit but it also plays longer there's just places you just can't play from and then when they slick it up those greens it's unbelievable and then also as we remember that and we should watch pay attention to is Early rounds versus later rounds with the weather and the weather changes. And when that marine layer comes in, it really affects what the heck's going on out there for those guys.
1: It it really does. And what people don't realize is Riviera is less than a mile from the ocean. It is as the crow flies. It it really does affect um, the golf ball a lot because you're playing right at sea level, similar to a pebble beach, but not with the dramatic views. John, I got a great story to tell you. I'll never forget this. My rookie year on the PGA Tour, in order to get access into events, they you were sent a money clip. Now, this money clip was everything. Before the lanyards, before um, we got attacked in, in um, on September 11th, all a player needed to do to gain access anywhere at a PGA Tour event was show this money clip. So some of the younger guys, as, as I went on, they'd, they'd go down to the tents and put the money clip on their hats, and so everybody knew they were players, and et cetera. But I was just, you know, knew Riviera was um, – Oh, gosh, one of my probably in the first five or six starts that I had. And I, I remember super early morning time. It's dark and I'm, I'm walking in through the locker room and we would wear this money clip on our belt. And so I remember lifting up my sweater because it was cold out. And I and, that, and I showed him money clip. And there's just this young guy. He couldn't have been. I was 23. He couldn't have been much older than I was. And he was manning the door and he was a big dude. And he was like, OK, you can come in right behind me. Is the great Jack Nicholas, with no money clip, <laughs> and about three guys with him, and this dude was not having any uh, any of it. Jack said, uh, "You know, in his nice little high voice, you know, I, I, you know, I, I belong in here." And the guy says, "Sir, I can't let you in without a money clip." And I said, Whoa. "I said to him, I said, Bud, you should probably let this guy in. This is Jack Nicholas. He's the greatest of all time, and." He looked at me like, "I'm gonna kick you out if you don't get in there and leave me alone." It took, I guess, <laughs> 30 minutes to get Jack Nicholas into the locker room at Riviera. In 1985, <laughs> I guess um, Jack was on a CBS broadcast or something and said, "Yeah, I had a little trouble getting into the event, but it was it was all good after that." But funny, <laughs> funny story. Um, uh, but Riviera will not disappoint, um, John. I'm gonna go to the uh, the tip of the cap. And the tip of the cap is brought to you by my friends at the Dean team of Kirkwood. Colin Burnt is a great guy over there. Just got me a new vehicle. The tip of the cap today goes to Scott Fawcett. He is the founder of Decade Golf D E C A D E. It's an acronym. Look it up. I just interviewed Scott. He will be on the show soon. But his stuff is ridiculously simple. Check it out, folks. He's got something called the Tiger Five. The Tiger 5 is what Tiger used to how Tiger used to judge his rounds and assess them on the PGA Tour when he was playing. And I can tell you one thing right now. I went about it the 100% opposite wrong way when I got on tour. I can just tell you that. We're going to talk about it later. But, but check it out. We want to give a shout-out to Colin and Brandy, 314-966-0303 at the Dean Team of Kirk, of Kirkwood. And thanks for the tip of the cap segment. We have Maria Pelazzola on today. She is an ext- uh, in golf instructor extraordinaire. She's got stlouisgolflessons.com. She has got she has been eating slices and hooks for I don't know how long. She has got such passion for the game. Um, she helps the veterans out and um, we are going to go to that interview when we come back for the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delson. On the
0: Range with Jay Delsing is brought to you by TaylorMade. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is coming up.
1: Hi, Jay Delsing here from my friends at SSM Health Physical Therapy. The St. Louis Golf Expo is March 18th to 20th. Signaling spring is just around the corner. SSM Health Physical Therapy will have members of their golf program at the expo. They will answer your questions regarding your game and your body. If you mention my name, you'll receive special pricing on their golf screening and you'll have a chance to win a free K-Vest evaluation. That is really a sweet evaluation. There are 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. This is Jay here to tell you about my favorite strength training program that has helped me play better golf, and I think it will help you. I'm talking about 20 Minutes to Fitness. That's right, 20 Minutes to Fitness once or twice a week is all you need to stay strong, flexible, and in shape to play your best golf. 20 minutes targets the muscle groups used in the golf swing and because you always work with a trainer on physical therapy equipment it reduces your chance of exercise related injury to almost zero if you have never worked with a trainer before you've got to give it a chance it is a game changer don't take my word for it try it yourself Your first session is absolutely free. There are two locations to serve you one in Chesterfield and one in Clayton. Visit 20minutes2fitness.com to learn more. 20 Minutes to Fitness works for me and it can work for you.
0: You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing for golf tips, news on the latest equipment, and everything golf. Log on to golfwithjdelsing.com. The front nine is coming up.
1: Insurance and Risk Management is sponsoring a VIP St. Louis Blues game experience for two lucky winners. Enter to win a front row seat behind the visitor's bench and join me, Jay Delsing, along with Tim Davis from Powers Insurance as we take in all the action on March 17th against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's right, Sid Crosby will be in town. All you have to do to enter is go to powersinsurance.com slash blues and sign up. I'll announce the winner the week before. Powers Insurance is a family-owned agency here in St. Louis. They specialize in robust insurance policies designed to provide coverage that is tailor-made for your personal needs. That's Powers Insurance and Risk Management. Again, sign up for these great blues tickets at powersinsurance.com slash Go Blues. Attention golfers. Do you want to improve your game? Of course you do. The first step is getting to diagnose the area or areas that need your attention. Please listen up. Rapsodo.com. That's Rapsodo.com. It's a portable launch monitor that interacts with your phone. Nothing better for you to use when you are practicing indoors in the winter. You will know your ball speed, your club head speed, spin rates, dispersions. Everything you need to know is on this device. And at checkout, if you enter the code DELSING, you will receive $100 off the price of the Rapsodo Launch Monitor. That's right. Enter my last name, DELSING, when you check out and get $100 off the price. Rapsodo.com. That's Rapsodo.com.
0: This is Golf with J Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. September 5th through the 11th at Norwood Hills Country Club. For tickets, ascensioncharityclassic.com.
1: This is Golf with Jay Delsing, I'm your host, Jay, and I am sitting down this morning with my dear friend, Maria Palazzolo. Maria, thanks for joining me.
3: Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, it's been a long time.
1: Oh my gosh, too long. Maria, I'm sitting here looking at these credentials that you've accumulated over the years, and I mean, it's just so impressive. I don't know really where to start, but I mean, top 50 LPGA instructor for the last 15 years. Six time LPGA Teacher of the Year in the Midwest. U.S. Kids Golf, top 50 Master Kids Teacher. Gosh, I love that. Golf Digest, top 10 in Missouri, top 10 in Illinois. Golf Magazine Teacher of the Year in the Midwest. I mean, the list goes on and on. You found that the Women's Golf Academy here in St. Louis. You were the first Golf Channel Academy Lead Instructor in St. Louis. Man, first of all, congratulations on all these great accomplishments.
3: Well, thanks. I appreciate it. You know, and it's it's obviously an honor for me to you know have an organization as you know as great as the LPGA you know recognize you and the the hard work that you put in, and and then you know the Golf Digest a peer reviewed list, and, and of course the an honor to have your peers uh recognize you but you know we don't any any good teacher in the game we don't do it for the the accolades and of course they help you build resumes and help you get jobs but i mean we do it to help the students and and improve the game and it's because what we, what we love to do we never ever you know accept these awards without saying you know we, we could not do it with all of our wonderful clients and students that you know keep us busy on the lesson t
1: oh it's a, you're so right so maria you were a r- damn good player take us back to the day where you kind of fell in love with the game?
3: Well, um, I was the youngest of seven kids uh, by a long shot, by nine years, and and my father loved the game. His his father played it. My dad was a, a charter member at Forest Hills, one of the first members, and and a lifetime member there. So I was fortunate enough, uh, you know, unlike a lot of uh, kids, to have a great facility. And if you know Forest Hills, you know they've always had a great junior program. Carol Frommuth was out there helping it run it even when I was a kid, and they've got that uh, separate valley course, the executive course. So juniors just had total access to that and uh what was really rare back back in the 80s when i was uh you know in high school and playing is there was there were four or five other girls my age that went on to play college golf and we would get together on random summer days and and go play nine holes uh, which was really rare uh, in the 80s for juniors but especially for girls you know i played and i played soccer and basketball at St. Joe and quickly realized I wasn't going to go very far in those you know I wasn't strong enough or tall enough and uh, being the youngest I needed to find a way to you know kind of pay my way through school and I was a golf fanatic I mean you know anybody that's listening to this show is probably in the same boat you get addicted to it you know it's almost an obsession and I was definitely there through high school and college that's all I wanted to do I, I didn't really go to college I was a marketing major but I didn't go there with a career in mind I I went to college because I wanted to be, you know, the best golfer I could be and maybe possibly try to play professional golf.
1: Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, and, and you sure did. You played in the PGA cha- the LPGA championship. You won the Illinois Open. You went to school at the University of South Alabama. I mean, you have got a very distinguished playing career before you even started teaching.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I dabbled in it a little bit. You know, I, I did play. You know, I won the state championship here in Missouri and in, in the district a couple of times. I had a very short amateur career because I really – I peaked, I'm going to say as an amateur, really around like the age of 16, 17. By the time I was 22, I was trying to play professional. So I had a very short stint here in Missouri. And um, I kind of did the same thing with professional golf. I did try the the mini tours for about six months. And it was like, eh, you know, I didn't really like the lifestyle, the traveling. That just didn't fit my personality. I was a little bit more of a homebody. And uh, it didn't take me long to quickly figure out that, you know, when I got into some tour events, either qualified or got a sponsor. Uh, exemption that, that I wasn't going to end up in the top 10 on the tour. And if I wasn't going to end up in the top 10 on the tour, I was going to make a lot more money uh, teaching golf. So, it, you know, didn't, a lot of people, you know, they dabble in that for a long time, a decade or so i made my decision pretty quickly. Uh, You know, within uh, probably a year, year and a half, you know, even though I wanted to play the tour, it probably wasn't going to be the the dream that I wanted it to be.
1: You know, Maria, one of the things that I think really distinguishes a good teacher is their ability to play and at at a higher level when they could understand the game at a higher level. And you definitely have that. What do you feel like that does for you in terms of giving you an advantage to helping your students?
3: Well, you know, I think one thing that actually gives me an advantage is I was never built to be like a really big, strong girl. You know, I was was very lean growing up. Back in the day, and you grew up, you know, around the same time I did, I mean, you didn't get lessons right away when you were a kid. Nowadays, juniors start with lessons. You kind of had to dig it out of the dirt and grind it and find it and then... You know, once you showed potential, then maybe your parents would get you a few lessons here, or there, and so I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think I had a whole lot of just uh, natural golf ability. I didn't have a perfect golf swing. I didn't have great chipping technique. I just I kind of learned how to make it happen on my own. And really, it wasn't until I started teaching the game that I really understood. Uh, the technique and, and good technique and what it was and my game got better actually as I became a teacher so I think I have that perspective where I can put myself on the same level as my students right you know I started where they started I started shooting over 100 and I had to figure out how to break 100 and shoot in the 90s and I had to figure out how to you know break 90 and so on so It's kind of like I've been there, done that. The other thing that's kind of funny is kind of had two or three different golf swings in my lifetime, too. You know, I went from kind of having a natural swing to kind of being messed up, actually, by a teacher and getting super flat. And then I had to try to almost come over the top to get rid of that. And so it's funny, but a lot of the swing flaws my students have, I'm like, yeah, I've been there, done that. And I think they like that. I don't think they like a professional that's standing in front of them that was just always perfect. And never walked in their shoes and never understood what it was like to be bad or come in last place. So, you know, I've got that going, I guess, for me.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, we've all had habits that we hate and, you know, some, some of us better than others. But, I mean, the ability to be able to relate to your students, saying the same thing, Maria, five, six, seven different ways is crucially important because we don't all learn the same way, do we?
3: no and, and and honestly i think and i've said this before i mean there there probably are teachers in this town that might be even better at you know, maybe understanding the golf swing or understanding physics. But I have a great way, I think, of communicating. And that's just what I love to do. I love to talk to people. All my students are friends in one way or another. They become friends. You know, it's putting yourself on their level and understanding where they're coming from. And every single person learns differently and communicates differently. And so one thing that has always come naturally to me is within the first maybe 10 minutes of talking to someone, I know how to communicate with their personality. And And I know what information I can give them and what information I should not give them. And I think that goes further, honestly, with being a good teacher than uh, technical knowledge, if you will.
1: I've had group lessons before with other guys on the tour and had some of the top instructors quote-unquote top instructors in the game, say something else and have us walk out to the range and we're all thinking different stuff.
3: Oh, yeah. And I always tell my students, I'm like, you can look, anybody, you know, you can be a 20, 30 handicapper. You can look up and down the range on a Saturday afternoon and you can see what every single person is doing wrong. You don't even have to have extensive knowledge of the game. If you've just watched some professional golf and watched some good players, you can look at a swing and go, oh, he's doing this, 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 and that. But the art lies in how you communicate it to that person and in what order they should change those things if well, that makes sense oh so my you gosh can, I think it you makes... can go completely wrong about fixing an over-the-top golf swing by jumping too far ahead and not getting to the root cause of what's causing that person to come over the top
1: so in a situation like that my instincts tell me when someone's coming over the top the first thing you have to work on is their lower body to try to get their lower body moving because typically speaking when someone comes over the top, Maria, they're not using their lower body at all.
3: Right. And that and that has so much to do with it, but it can go all the way back to their grip. It, it's kind of finding that what's the first thing that's off here that's causing this whole chain of events to happen. And I think that's kind of just something that you gain, you know, over years and years of doing it. I almost think that can't be taught right oh, away. Oh,
1: I agree. There's an art to this for sure. Maria, one of the things that, um, well, gosh, there's so many things that we're going to talk about here today, but... Um, and I'm visiting with Maria Palazzola here on the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Maria, you do so much for the community. Let's talk a little bit about StLouisGolfLessons.com that you uh, you founded and that you're the owner of. Talk a little bit about that.
3: Yeah. So um, I, you know, when I moved back home to St Louis here, I, you know, I started sort of rebuilding my uh, teaching career and building up a clientele here, you know, from scratch in about 2009, and I got to the point where I got busy enough that I didn't have enough time slots to get all of my students in, and I also got very excited about some of the new programs that were out there, like the Grow the Game initiatives, uh, LPGA, USGA Girls Golf, PGA Junior League, LPGA 101, US Kids Camps, you know, things like that, and so I realized that, hey, I need, I've got overflow here, I need an assistant, and then I hired my first assistant, and uh, Jason came in, and, and we, you know, I got some help with the junior programs, and was able to start growing them. And then that grew, and I needed, you know, another pro, and I brought Alicia in. And then it was like, okay, this is really growing; it's time to scale it. And things have just kind of spiraled. You know, we now have a staff of uh, ten pros. I'm just bringing another one on now, and and we've got four uh, really good uh, key locations. You know, we're out west at the landings. We've got. Um, kind of a north uh, mid-location at Ruth Park. And then we've got kind of a mid-slash-south location, uh, West County, in the south county down at uh, Bander Park, right right there near Capuino. And then, of course, now we're at, you know, the fabulous brand-new uh, Tower T location, which is just amazing. So now we're into kind of the south city, south County area and we've got a very diversified staff all ages uh, different experience levels I've got people that have come from a teaching background people that have come from a fitness background I've got Matt Stock on staff now that's great at club fitting and that's what he specializes in and I just feel like we've got something now to offer everybody you know whether young old male female beginner advanced player the launch monitors the technology we do club fitting and we offer you know the programs we offer are just vast we've got by seven or eight uh, programs for adults now, probably about 10 different programs running for juniors from short-term to long-term programs, you know, golf camps to golf clinics. It's just all over the gamut. So it's it's been really exciting to see it grow. I think uh, we definitely tapped into something that was needed in the St. Louis area. You know, the, you know, obviously private golf, they've got their own professional staff right there, but in the public, there was just a lot of random you know, individual pros that weren't connected. And, you know, we, we kind of work as a team, I think makes us stronger, you know, because, you know, sometimes you might work with a a player for two or three years and and you think they need something a little different now. And, you know, now you've got another person on your staff to refer them to. And, and people come to me and and they'll say, wow, you've got 10 pros. Well, who's a good fit. And I'm able to direct them to a pro that is, is the best fit for them versus them getting, you know, everyone getting the same professional all the time. That's kind of
1: neat as well. And the other thing that I'm going to tell you folks listening here, if you're getting involved with Maria Palazzola, you are going to have someone that is so dedicated to growing the game, so passionate, you can hear it in her voice. And someone, most importantly from my seat is she really cares. And Maria, it just comes out in everything you do.
3: Well, thanks. You know, when you're passionate about something, like I said, I was, you know, when I was young, golf was an obsession. It's it's become more of a career, obviously. And like most uh, pros, I don't get to play as much anymore. But a lot of that is by choice. You know, I'd rather be teaching than playing in most cases.
1: That was Maria Palazzola, and this is Jay Delsing, and you will hear more from her. On the back nine, but this is going to wrap up the front nine on Golf with Jay Delson.
0: Congratulations to this year's Musial Award recipients. Good sportsmanship will again be on display at the Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. David Toms was our first champion, but St. Louis and local charities were the real winners at the inaugural event. Together, we were able to donate more than $800,000 to area charities. Thank you, St. Louis, and get ready for professional golf to return September 5th through the 11th, 2022.
1: How would you like access to 90 holes of golf? Well, that's what happens when you join at Whitmore Country Club. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And guess what? No cart fees included in that deal. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, two large pool complexes, three tennis courts. Year-round social calendar includes holiday parties, picnics, date nights, live music. They even have a kid's club for your children and much, much more. There's junior golf, junior tennis, and swim teams available. Boy, is this housing market tight right now. Are you tired of having the second best bid on your dream home? Call my friend Joe Schieser at 314-628-2015. Joe's been helping my family and I for over 30 years. He closes millions of dollars of business every year, and he will help you understand the importance of a pre-approval letter, inspections, and pricing your home or your offer just right. If you need to buy or sell your home, Joe is your guy. 314 314- Six two eight two zero one five. That's three one four six two eight two zero one five.
0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing. To learn about the game of golf, latest equipment, and golfing tips, log on to JayDelsingGolf.com. The Back Nine is presented by Pro Am Golf.
1: Hey, welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. We are on the Back Nine, and my guest today. Is Maria Palazzola. She is a teacher extraordinaire here in town. Been teaching her whole life and growing the game. We have the second half of her interview right now. Let's go listen. Let's say we've got folks out there, especially women. I think there's a huge untapped market for the gals to, to jump in and play the game. But let's say we've got a beginner or someone that really wants to jump in the game and they don't know how. Take us through the steps. You're in the trenches. You've been doing this for years and years, over 35 years of experience. How would you recommend they get started?
3: One of the mistakes I think people make right off of the bat is they they run out and they buy a brand new set of clubs. Definitely don't do that initially. Uh, we you know we rent clubs during our lessons. Um, there's always places to find new sets and. We, you know, for a beginner, we always recommend like a starter or a box set. You know how it is. So many people get into the game, they play for a year or two, they get frustrated and they quit or they find out they don't have the time to play. And and we don't want anybody to make a a big investment up front. But the other part of that is your golf swing is it's developing for two to three years. It's going to change a lot. So you don't want to run out and get top of the line, custom fit clubs. And then a year or two from now, your pro changes your swing and they, they don't fit you. So I would definitely talk to your pro about equipment before you jump in and and buy something or or just, you know, have a a hand-me-down given to you. I think, personally, I think it's best to start with a little series of private lessons one-on-one with a pro, you know, maybe four to six lessons, even before you jump into a group class. Those group classes are always going to be cheaper, you know, because you're going to have more people in the class, but they're so much more general and you get so much more out of one-on-one with a professional. So, I would start with that. And then from there, you can decide, you know, do I want to keep going with private lessons? Do I want to uh, jump more into a group type program? The other piece of it, which a lot of people miss is they just don't play enough golf and you don't get better if you don't play. As soon as your pro, you know, feels like you're ready, you know, you're going to start on those par three courses, start small. You don't want to put yourself in an intimidating position where you're out on a big course and you're holding people up. And then once you get to where you're kind of flowing on the par three, then, you know, work into an easy nine hole course. And then from there, you can just kind of, you know, blossom into 18 holes, but baby steps. That's the key. You know, people jump into it and want to play like they see the players on tv you know and and most of them have been playing obviously their whole lives and are tremendous athletes and if you have realistic goals and just set uh little baby steps between you and your professional you can kind of ease into the game it's kind of like a martial art it's going to be a lifelong journey you're not just going to master it nobody masters it right we just set small goals to keep getting better at little different areas of the game and then we keep ourselves encouraged and happy
1: well, you know what's interesting too, Maria, because there's an etiquette and a flow to a round of golf. It's important to get out on those nine holes and see how it goes and see who gets to play next and things like that.
3: Definitely, definitely, yeah. And that, and that's part of I think part of that initial series of lessons is at some point, you know, after you figure out how to make a full swing and how to hit a chip shot and how to hit a pitch shot and how to hit out of the sand and how to putt, then it should be one or two lessons on the course with your pro. You know, where do I stand? What do I do with the flag? You know, what are some of the very basic rules? And then, of course, any good professional is going to harp on pace of play right out of the box. And I, I tell all my beginners that is, nobody cares what you shoot, right? You can, you can shoot 115 and I'll play a, a round of golf with you, no problem. If you're not slow, <laughs> you, know, you know, one of the things uh, you gotta learn right off the bat is how to, how to play rather quickly and keep up, I think.
1: I agree. And one of the things I tell people all the time, it's not about the quality of play, it's about the quality of person and the quality of person is going to understand, you know, their their situation here. And like you said, you got to be ready to play, you play ready golf. And it makes the day so much more enjoyable for everyone, including yourself, if that's you.
3: It keeps people from getting intimidated. I think that's one of the biggest things with beginners is they get intimidated and they get nervous out there. And if you know the basic rules and you know how to play quickly, there's no reason to ever get intimidated. You're not going to hold anybody
1: up. So if you're this person hearing this for the first time and you want to get golf lessons, Maria's number is 314 440 (laughs) 9082. You can call her. You can text her. You can go to stlouisgolflessons.com. Maria is your person. So, Maria, I want to talk a little bit about your foundation, the Palazzola Foundation, Forces on the Fairway. Talk to us a little bit about your love for veterans.
3: Yeah. So we have uh, you know a family history of veterans, as, as many of us do. My my grandpa was in World War One. I. I never met my grandpa. He died about two months before I was born. And my uh, he was nerve-gassed and, and sent home. And then I think, story goes, I think he re-enlisted and went back, which many of the uh, Italian immigrants did. I mean, they really were fighting for their country hard. And then my father was in World War Two, And then my two nephews uh, were Marines. And one of them, unfortunately, um, took his life uh, Memorial Day weekend of 2017. And that I'd always wanted to do something for veterans because, you know, as we said earlier in the show, been very involved with a lot of grow the game initiatives, you know, getting women into the game, getting children into the game. I've done things for Special Olympics, some rehab programs for stroke victims and things like that, but I'd never done anything for veterans. And so that kind of um, was always in the back of my mind. And when we lost Tommy Jr., I, I just kind of sprung into action. I got my sister involved, a couple of my students uh, that had prior knowledge of of running foundations and we formed the palazola foundation and the project forces on the fairways and so initially forces on the fairways we donated a couple handicapped golf carts to two courses in the area ball and golf course and for honor for veterans to um, you know injured veterans so that they could still play the game and then we got into um, developing a, a golf league which is going to have i think around 120 to 140 players in it this summer and it's been amazing what the league has done for these guys i mean you the stories you just, it's incredible when someone comes up to you and says, you know, this league saved my life. Literally. I was in the gutter. This got me out of the house. It got me bonding with other veterans. We can share our stories. I've got a support group now. I love the game. I mean, it's it's really, really moving and, and really tugs at your heartstrings. So the, the league we're just so excited about. We're, you know, six locations in the area and growing. And then uh back in twenty twenty, when COVID hit, the Jefferson Barracks food pantry actually shut down because of COVID and we reopened it with a $19,000 donation. And now just recently, this is very recent, um, they have asked us to uh, take over the food pantry. So we have a project called Forces on the Food. So that's now going to be the Forces on the Food, uh, food Pantry down at Jefferson Barracks. So we're really excited about that. So between the golf league on one side, Forces on the Fairways, and the food pantry forces for food on the other side we feel like we're really offering two great things for veterans because not everybody's a golfer right so a lot of the golfers in town are going to support forces on the fairways and they're going to get excited about that but people that don't golf we wanted to offer another avenue or way for them to support the veterans and that's what forces for food is
1: you know maria a good friend of mine jim Sowers, who is the owner of Marcone, they uh, and they support the show they turned me on to this Wreath uh, Across America program that was down at uh, Jefferson Barracks and across the country where people can can get involved around the holidays. They were putting out wreaths on our patriots, our fallen patriots, grave sites all across the country. And it's really a super cool program that I, I just love. And now you're involved with Jefferson Barracks and the Food Pantry.
3: Right. And another thing we've done uh, that's in the works Jefferson Barracks right now is we have funded a full-size golf simulator for their golf recreational therapy program. We're just, it's like it's funded, it's ready to go, we're just trying to figure out where to put it. So it's more of a, a logistics talk right now with, you know, do we need to sort of rehab or rebuild one of their existing rooms for it, or do we uh, fund an actual building to put it on campus? But we've got that ready to go for them as soon as as soon as they get all of that figured out. But that's going to be huge because that, just like our league, that recreational golf therapy program is really helping uh, these veterans. It, it helps them heal. It helps them bond. You know, we've got uh, my Callaway uh, rep, Dave Kohlberg, on board to, provide any equipment needed for that program once we get that simulator in there. And we're just really excited about that uh, potential project right now.
1: We can't talk about the veterans and talk about these other programs that we're all involved in. that are very dear to our heart without talking about what a super powerhouse societal powerhouse, the game of golf is and what it does for, for you and for my family, for your family, but for what it does for the less fortunate or for our wounded heroes and soldiers I had no idea this game was going to to be able to provide like this, Maria.
3: I didn't either, you know <laughs> I and mean, just growing up, you you know you were just enthralled with the the professional players and the local competitions and things like that. and I know that p g a tour has always been one of the biggest charitable donors in the country and 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 for so many different wonderful purposes, but I didn't see it on a local level growing up to the extent that we see it now. Um, It's really great to see this, the game so involved in so many charities, wonderful purposes, just right at home. And and assuming it's going on in every city around the country right now with golf, it's pretty amazing what it can do and and the connections that you can make in the game.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. Maria, I just wanted to wrap up. You mentioned earlier about your affiliation with the new tower T uh, down in Afton. Tell the, Tell the listeners just a little bit about what's going on over there.
3: Yeah, so I'm the director of golf. I was super excited to be a uh, part of, you know, something historic. I mean, Tower T was a landmark. So many people, you know, as you know, were just devastated that it was torn down. And uh, when I heard it was coming back, I just, if I can get involved with something cool like that, it, it just would be, uh, it would be super neat to be part of this. So the facility opened in December, what we're calling like a soft opening. You know, the owners, uh, two great guys from uh, sort of that area of town, South County, really did this just to bring it back for the community. Mike Shamie and Steve Walkenbach are their names and they uh, really want to do a lot of things for, you know, juniors and veterans and, and to get people into the game. But the really neat thing about Tower T is they built it not 100% for golf. So, you know, you can tell it was built for the community because it's about 75% golf and it's about 25% family rec. We've got, you know, eight batting cages, two bochi courts, and we've got a, you know, a putting course, which is like an upscale miniature golf, a playground for the kids, and there's food and beverage. There's a bar, you know, it's, it's just completely a 360 from the from the old Tower T and the the golf amenities are fantastic. You know, brand new double decker heated on the bottom. We've got thirteen top tracer bays. For people that don't know, it's the same technology that you have a like top golf. You can play points games and work on your skills and play famous golf courses, but then it gets even better over on the left side of the facility. We've got a nine hole par three, just amazing. Uh, you know, each green is a, a design like a replica green inspired by a famous green on a famous course. So like Augusta number 12 is out there. We've got a couple greens designed after uh, two of the St. Andrews holes. It's a lot of undulation, white sand bunkers. We've got a 15,000 square foot putting green. It's just massive. And then a phenomenal Short game area. We have two chipping greens, three white sand bunkers, and a pitching precision area, all right there. So for any part of your game, there's no way you can't come to Tower T and not get better (laughs) and not and not enjoy your practice. Our superintendent's amazing. He's done a great job. The grass tees are beautiful. The bent grass on the greens is amazing. Fingers crossed. We have a good a good spring and a good summer and a healthy year for more for more growth. And I think everything's just going to look amazing.
1: Maria, other than your phone number, 314-440-9082 or stlouisgolflessons.com, is that their preferred way for having folks uh, reach out to you and for you to help them with their game?
3: Sure. I mean, they can always email, too. Sometimes that's quicker. It's uh, just info at stlouisgolflessons.com.
1: She's Maria Palazzola. She has been growing the game, learning the game, fixing people's games for years and years in the St. Louis area. We so appreciate you being on, Maria. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep growing the game, and I know you're having fun doing it.
3: Well, thanks, Jay, and, and right back at you. Thanks for everything you do to keep this game um, you know, alive and growing in, uh, in our hometown.
1: Man, I want to thank Maria Palazzola for her time and her dedication to the game. Um, but don't go anywhere. Pearlie's going to join me on the 19th hole, and we're going to break down what it's like to get a golf lesson and some of the stuff that Maria does. This is Golf with Jay Delson.
0: Marcon Appliance Parts Company of St. Louis, Missouri would like to recognize and applaud the thousands of companies and volunteers who donated their time and money to make Wreaths Across America program a national success on December 18th, 2021. Wreaths Across America is a national wreath laying program to decorate the graves of our beloved veterans at national cemeteries across the country. Marcon Appliance Parts is proud to be a local sponsor and sent volunteers to participate at Jefferson Barracks National Cemetery. For more details, visit wreathsacrossamerica.org. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America, and a proud distributor of General Electric Parts.
1: I want to tell you about a family-owned and operated golf business that's been right here in St. Louis for over 40 years. I'm talking about Pro-Am Golf Center. That's right, Pro-Am Golf Center. I know you know the name Or you can visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com.
0: David Toms was our first champion, but St. Louis and local charities were the real winners at the Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Record-setting attendance, some of golf's greatest legends, an exciting finish. And with the help of our partners and all of you, we were able to donate more than $800,000 to area charities. Thank you, St. Louis, and get ready for professional golf to
1: return September 5th through the 11th, 2022. Folks, are you in the market for some additional protection for your ride? You need to call my friends at Vehicle Assurance. Their number is 866-341-9255. Sherry Fain is the owner and president, and she and her team are committed to helping you with your unexpected auto repair bills. They are committed to finding the right protection for you, your budget, and your family. They only work with the top vehicle service providers in the country. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. That's Vehicle Assurance, 866-341-9255 for a free quote, 866-341-9255.
0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing. For the latest updates on golf equipment, help with your swing and everything golf. Visit jdelsinggolf.com. The 19th hole is presented by Michelob Ultra.
1: This is Golf with Jay Delsing, our show that you can find uh, at my site, j at jdelsinggolf.com, uh, at Scoops with Danny Mac, You can find it anywhere you can listen to your podcasts. So come check us out, reach out to us, J at jdelsinggolf.com. We'll send you some golf balls if you're chosen. And uh, we'll talk a little golf. I got my buddy, John Perlis. Perlis, you caddied over 100 events on the PGA Tour. Is your back sore? And that was not a straight line. You did not walk a lot of straight lines.
2: It, it's only sore when you weren't playing well. When you were playing well, that, it wasn't like I had nothing on my back, man. We were We were flying high. But if we were going to miss the cut... That thing was dragging big time.
1: Yeah, that was, I I can remember, you were trying to offload some clubs every once in a while, weren't you, trying to make that bag a little lighter? Like, he's not going to need a five-iron or a seven-iron, just get rid of this thing.
2: (laughs) I'm not sure it was quite that extreme, but I know we never carried more than two or three golf balls. I'm not sure if you knew that, but I knew
1: that. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't. All right, so, Pearl, (laughs) we just had a great interview with Maria Palazzola. My hat is off to her. You know, one of the things we do on this show, we are dedicated to growing the game. This woman... Is a stud. I mean, she is so dedicated to the same stuff. She does this um, Forces on the Fairway with the vets. It's just fantastic. But let's break down a little bit about the lesson, what it's like to get a lesson. You know someone uh, that's a friend of yours that's had lessons with Maria, and we both have taught before. So uh, talk a little bit about your take on that.
2: Well, my buddy Art uh, out of uh, Effingham, uh, Southern Illinois. He's really enjoyed working with Maria, and uh, I think it's just phenomenal that this may, she can teach this many years and still be that passionate, you know, about it. I, I've definitely given a, a bunch of lessons through the years, and out of college, that's how I supported myself for a while. And it, that's a tough mental piece, Jay, to be given that many lessons uh, uh, and, and over that period of time. But I guess when you've got the passion for it, you've got the passion for it. I just loved her approach. Uh, I, I liked the way she talked about communicating differently to different people and how important the communication is to kind of plug in. You know, I do those personality profiles and that's really what that's about. And she can read people very quickly. And that's a huge piece to make people comfortable because we want them to enjoy the game. They're already coming to a lesson, maybe for the first time they're anxious, they're nervous, they're overwhelmed. And I can see her calming them down and getting them focused right off the bat. It it just seems fantastic. uh, How she goes about her, her, her trade.
1: You know, John, one of the things we need to talk about is advice for parents. So you're a parent out there, and you don't know anything about the game, but you've got a son or daughter that loves the game. First and foremost, I don't think the first thing you do with your children or someone that's in uh, entering the game, maybe if you're a little older, past, say, uh, 25, let's say, I do not run and go grab them lessons right away. I present the game to them. They've, they've got U.S. Clubs for Kids is a phenomenal site where you can get golf clubs specifically made for folks that don't have a lot of strength. You know, so Graphite, especially for daughters, I had four daughters. Each one of them had a set. You could get it for less than 100 bucks with a bag and a putter, and it was designed for, for peeps that didn't have a lot of strength. So the golf club could be swung a little bit. And just introducing the game to the kids and letting them jump in, John, I think is really vital because we've seen this so many times, John, where the parents are like, you are playing golf. And as soon as that son or daughter has the <laughs> reaches the age of choice where, where he or she can decide what to do they run
2: they're gone well i've got an eight-year-old grandson and i'll tell you that's the approach i take jay i bought him a, a, a small set uh his size uh easy to handle and when we go out it's all about having fun so last time i had william out there he said grandpa can i run around the green three or four times i said well i suppose you can william so he ran around the green three or four times as far as putting, he just wanted to see how far he could hit the putter from one end of, the, of it to the other. I want him coming away from the golf course having a blast going home and telling his parents he had a blast. I'm, I don't care what we accomplished. Maybe we get one little concept in there, but mostly I want them to have a great time.
1: Well, John, this is another thing that I hear all the time where people or parents say, it's a rich kid's game. I can't afford it. You and I both know that is a bunch of baloney. I can tell you right now, in this St. Louis area where we live, there are plenty of golf courses that you can get on for $20 to play. And that's think about that. People also say this is a negative, that golf takes so long to play. And I, and I understand that from a, from a time perspective when you're an older fella or something like that. But if you're a kid and you want your kid for $20, You can they can play 18 holes of golf, which is going to take them four hours to play, and that'll give them access to the driving range, the, the short game areas and things like that. That is not a valid argument in my opinion. I didn't grow up with any sort of money. I started playing golf with my mother's clubs. I didn't know that redheaded woods weren't, Red, red-headed colored woods weren't the way to go until my friends started giving me a little grief, and so I saved up a bunch of money so I could get some men's clubs. But I hear that a lot, John, and that's just not thats not, not the case.
2: Well, I'm glad you said that. I mean, heck, going to a movie now is, what, 12 14 bucks plus a little popcorn. So they're going to spend 20 bucks watching some movie that they probably don't need to see to begin with, and that's going to be all of two hours. So I think uh, being on the golf course, being around the golf course, being around the people on the golf course, normally in the pro shops and stuff like that it's a great experience for the kids so yeah i think we're on the same page we want it to be be fun and by the way that's the kids but jay everybody's playing golf to be fun we don't need to go there and just get grinded away by some uh you know a golf instructor either so she she had the right approach on i think on everything just plug in right away and see the best way to communicate with this individual whether they're eight years old or 80 years old and let's make sure that they, they're having fun doing it.
1: You know, this is near and dear to my heart, the military stuff. I've been fortunate to be able to do stuff with Faraday and do some some work with the, the troops' first things that he did. She's got the forces on the fairway because she lost a relative to suicide, which is, if, you, if you dive into this at any level, you see that that is a huge problem. But I have seen this game, John, provide so much, I mean, not only for me, but for some of these— military folks that I've had the opportunity to play with, and some of them have no arms, no legs. They, they're they using prosthetics and have golf-designed uh, prosthetics and, and to, in order to get them out on, on the course. And it's amazing what that does, and, and Maria's kind of checking that box also.
2: Well, she's got a, a couple of uh, different entities she supports, and Jay, my guess is that's what drives her. That's probably what keeps her interested, keeps it relevant for her. Uh, I know the lessons are important and she enjoys that, but when you do those other things, that, that's that next level of relevance and, and being plugged in, and you could hear the the passion in her voice for that. I hear it when you talk about it, and I've got the things that I support. It's important to match those up, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Jen, I want to talk a little bit about our golf ball winner this week. It's Luke West. Luke, congratulations. You'll be seeing a dozen golf balls uh, coming your way through the mail, TP5s, that is. You're getting a top-notch golf ball there. Compliments of Taylor made. We have hockey ticket giveaway through Powers Insurance. Uh, We call it behind the bench seats at Center Ice. You go in the hockey game with myself and Tim Davis, who is a scratch golfer, COO of Powers Insurance. So you just got to go to slash go blues and throw your name out there and uh, get a couple tickets. and Let's go sit at Center Ice and watch the blues. uh, play the Pittsburgh Penguins. We've got Sid Crosby in town, Pearl. So we are branching out here on the show. We are giving up trying to give away stuff. We're trying to give away tips. We are going to have the kind of reincarnation, John, of whack and chase coming up. Let's, uh, let's end this show with a, a chat a little bit about whack and chase. I'm
2: excited about it. I'm very excited about it. I'm glad that we're, we're bringing it, uh, back around. It was fun to begin with and, uh, getting plugged in to, uh, get a whole bunch more people, uh, ready to go with it and we'll see where we can take it
1: well that's going to wrap up another show next week we are going to have a fella named christian heavens on the show christian is a great guy a young man trying to get on the pga tour and uh, he's a st Louisan and a great guy so join us next week for that interview uh there'll be more pearly there'll be more of me and there'll be more golf with jay delson In them straight st louis Insurance and Risk Management is sponsoring a VIP St. Louis Blues game experience for two lucky winners. Enter to win a front row seat behind the visitors bench and join me Jay Delsing along with Tim Davis from Powers Insurance as we take in all the action on March 17th against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's right Sid Crosby will be in (laughs) town. All you have to do to enter is go to powersinsurance.com slash blues and sign up. I'll announce the winner the week before. Powers Insurance is a family-owned agency here in St. Louis. They specialize in robust insurance policies designed to provide coverage that is tailor-made for your personal needs. That's Powers Insurance and Risk Management. Again, sign up for these great blues tickets at powersinsurance.com slash Go Blues. Folks, do you need a new car, truck, or SUV? Then the Dean Team of Kirkwood is the place for you to go. 314-966-0303 and go see Colin Burr. He just got me into a new SUV and I love it. Boy, did they make the experience painless and super, super easy. Most dealers don't have any cars in their lots, but at Dean Team of Kirkwood, Colin has an entire parking lot full of new and used cars. You don't want a VW? That's no problem. They have Audis, BMWs, Mercedes, anything you want. Colin and the Dean Team of Kirkwood will go get it if they don't have it. Call them at 314-966-0303 or go to deanteamvwkirkwood.com. The Dean Team, for all your car buying needs.
0: Congratulations to this year's Musial Award recipients. Good sportsmanship will again be on display at the Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. David Toms was our first champion, but St. Louis and local charities were the real winners at the inaugural event. Together, we were able to donate more than $800,000 to area charities. Thank you, St. Louis. And get ready for professional golf to return September 5th through the 11th,
1: 2022. How would you like access to 90 holes of golf? Well, that's what happens when you join at Whitmore Country Club. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And guess what? No cart fees included in that deal. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, two large pool complexes, three tennis courts. Year-round social calendar includes holiday parties, picnics, date nights, live music. They even have a kid's club for your children and much, much more. Hi, Jay Delsing here from my friends at SSM Health Physical Therapy. The St. Louis Golf Expo is March 18th to 20th. Signaling spring is just around the corner. SSM Health Physical Therapy will have members of their golf program at the expo. They will answer your questions regarding your game and your body. If you mention my name, you'll receive special pricing on their golf screening, and you'll have a chance to win a free KVEST evaluation. That is really a sweet evaluation. There are 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion.
0: This has been Golf with Jay Delsing. To learn more about Jay and the services he can provide any golfer, visit jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in golf equipment, get tips from a PGA pro, and you'll learn more about the game of golf. That's jdelsinggolf.com.